0: Studio 6B on a Thursday night, November 2nd, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. we got some music out here, friends. Kind of loud. Uh, Suck, Rick will be here to do sports in a little bit. He had a chamber meeting tonight. He'll be rolling in a little bit. Rick Delgado is going to do some news. David Zia sitting in with us tonight and tomorrow as well. Always love to have him. With us, uh, boys, how are we doing? Mr. Zier, how are you? I'm cowabunga dudes. (laughs) Cowabunga dudes.
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, everything is
0: great, and I got some good stuff for you tonight. All right, very good. Uh, Mr. Delgado, how was your day? Um,
2: It was all right. (laughs) But I find <laughs> that's cold. I know it's cold. <laughs> oh, aside from the cold, which so I, we should I open the show with a have, weather report every yeah, night now. Because I completely hate cold weather. Um, but I find myself being on the receiving end of, of more quote unquote liberals wanting to talk to me about stuff. I'm like, what? What? Are you I, are you doing something to make that? Um... No. And, and see, that's the thing. It's happening at my other job where I do not wear my conservatism on my sleeve. It's your pheromones. It could be. Maybe I'm putting out this vibe. Are they secretly
0: watching the show?
2: Could be. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's one guy was you know he was complaining about the border stuff he's like oh uh, his solution was we should just tear it all to rewrite the constitution i'm like what are you talking about you know when you come to the border he's like well it's broken i'm like it's not broken there are laws in place it's only broken because the laws aren't being enforced uh, yeah you know And trying to explain that to him, I'm like, and don't even get me started about, you know, the size of the federal government, which was never intended to be that big. And you can see it in his face. He's like, oh, like he didn't understand. It's like, dude, once you decide, if, if somebody decides, oh, I'm going to start a country and let's get rid of the Constitution, you're not going to have the same country. The country is never going to be what you think it's going to be, especially if you're trying to base it on stuff that's going on today. Because today's today's politicians aren't that bright the founding fathers were smart enough to to kind of for some reason i don't know i i i don't i don't understand the 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 gift that these guys had in their head when they were putting this together you know the constitution and everything about how they could write things in such a way at 30 right <laughs> Write things in such a way that even today, people look at it and be like, how did they come up with this? Everybody's brain
1: is fried from PS5 at 30 years old today, you
2: know? It, but it's it's just uh, it's just stunning. And, and again, uh, uh, the liberals, why, why do you keep talking to me? I I, I don't want
1: to be a friends. I, I had a knockdown, <laughs> drag-out fight with my car service. I mentioned it the other night. Coming back <laughs> from Iowa, I get in the car. I'm with all these great people in the Midwest, and I got this really liberal guy. He's a comedian on the side or his main gig, and he drives on the side. And he was like, you know, uh, Ukrainians kicking Russia's butt. And I'm like, dude, learn your history, man. They are not in anybody's butt, and no. it's a stalemate at best, and uh, just so uninformed, so liberal. Everything's Trump's fault. I couldn't take it. I got <laughs> OJ.
0: You got OJ in your Uber I while did. you were mad at it? I got Uberder. <laughs> um, so well, I, I'm actually so that was kind my of fa- I'm kind of fascinated by that as well. Um, that people are now coming up to you to talk about things. <laughs> not, but they know that you do the show. No, oh, I, So that's I tra- even more interesting. A, and,
2: and I do it because I, I keep it that way because I like to keep it separate. I don't want, you know, people, I don't want um, you know, peop- to talk politics at my other job because it could get me fired. Um, so, so I'm like, well, you know what? Eh, I'll just be me and, uh, you know, just go about my business, not really doing, you know, so not- they're just really venting. I think they're venting. And, and maybe they, they, they kind of see. Uh, okay, so this guy's into, you know, he's into uh, this guy today. You know, he believes in aliens and Bigfoot and stuff. But aside from that, <laughs> he does hold a pretty high level position, and for him to come to me and start telling you know this whole this whole, uh, this whole uh, you know uh, border thing is just insane. And he goes, the policies in these major cities, and I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, this guy sounds like a conservative, but was watching I don't the think show. So. It's
0: clearly watching the show. He just want to tell
2: you,
1: a closet conservative. You know, I, I go to a local bar, be. you know, by my house, and people know I you know I come there uh, and wasted. And- Yes. yes. And no, but like people know, like I'm a local personality in a way. Cause I did a lot of local TV back in the day and they, uh-huh. you know, and they're like, uh, you know, the liberals stay away from me cause they know they don't want to get into it, but people come up to me and they're like in New York, you have to be almost afraid to engage in conversation. Cause then they go off the deep end and they're like, I want to kill everybody, you know? And it's like, so you have to, you know, it's, um, it's nice that people, uh, want to, uh, you know, talk and stuff, but y you, you know, you never know what you're walking right.
2: into. Yeah, exactly. And and that's why I kinda keep it to myself. I kinda you know, I, I d do, I don't wear a- anything that that, you know, kinda alludes to um my political leanings. And so it's like why? I, I'm not here to I'm not here to talk politics, I'm here to do a job. Um and that's
0: it. Very now, interesting. Now here, here <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, here we can't get you to shut up. So, yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. So Take well, that. Okay. Well, that's, I find that very interesting.
2: Me too. It's like, it's happening like, it happened every day this week. I example.
1: don't talk uh, politics with my clients unless I know for sure where they're coming from. And, you know, and the check Especially in real estate, all you need is like one person <laughs> to complain about you right. to the Department of State. Hey, this crazy MAGA guy, you know, and it's like, well, boom. we've,
0: what have we always said? We've always said that everybody's got a line. And no matter who they voted for, everybody's got a line. Everybody's got a life to live. And uh, although most of the party will vote at their own demise, uh, and they'll just vote for Biden, even at their own expense, and their life's expense, and their family's expense, and their own expense is literally. Um, maybe listen. Maybe there's just maybe they're starting to grow a part of the society that's just had it. Yeah, maybe we're getting up to that. How point. How old are these people? Are they about your age? Um,
2: <laughs> this this one guy today is a, a little, uh, probably about uh, you know maybe maybe six, eight years younger.
0: Because yeah. I don't know how anybody couldn't be in that boat, right? Honestly, with no matter what age you are, what what age has done well under Biden? I mean, what 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 age group is like? Yeah, we want more of this. We want right. four more years of this. There's not one. There's no age group that's done well. No.
1: Like you were saying the other night, I think it's going to come more and more to this side. You know, to uh to the to the right for a more sensible kind of life in America. Let's hope you know, so. I, Let's know, hope so. Or that, or total. Revolution. well you're certainly
0: not you're not getting any sense of there's any sensibility on the left mm-hmm. at least um uh from from a lot of people, specifically one that i th- I think we went to the same high school, chris Murphy and, oh my god i mean just <laughs> just <laughs> embarrassing but and and it's 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 really sad to see more and more you're seeing dick Durbin today, chris Murphy today, you know Hamas always counts on civilian deaths to um to kind of turn the international public view against israel they always count on that you know for hamas there are no you, you keep hearing this argument and he keeps seeing people wave the white flag in the democratic party biden blinken and now you're seeing chris murphy dick durbin and they they try to make this moral equivalence. There is no moral equivalence. There never has been. There never will be. Hamas does not see civilians. They see enemies who must die. And they see their own people who they use as shields who must be willing to die. That's, that's how they see it. They don't see some complex way of all of this. They use women and children to shield them. There's reports already out today as Israel started to move into Gaza, the first thing they came across was women and children. That's why they use hospitals. They use schools. They use playgrounds. They use uh, these places to hide their weapons, to build underneath them. They have no regard for the people. They store weapons in these facilities. They launch rockets from these facilities. They slaughter people in their homes, their cars. There's, There's no... There's no even thought about the fact that that's a human or that these are civilians or these are... They kidnap women and children. They behead them. Put them in ovens. Put them in ovens. They mutilate the bodies. They parade them through the streets once they're dead. There's no moral equivalence between that and what Israel's doing and trying to defend itself. Hamas sees the world in a very binary way, like I said. There's those who are, there's them, meaning you, who are going to die, and there's us who uh, should be willing to die for the whatever, as warriors or as human shields. Either one is acceptable.
1: Look at the Palestinians celebrating in the street after the October 7th attacks in Gaza.
0: Yeah, there's a huge difference between Israel trying to defend its people Defend its citizens from terrorists and Hamas's mission, which is stated in their charter to wipe Israel off the map for them not to exist. Israel will do everything it can, despite what MSNBC says, despite what Morning Joe says, despite what, um, Chris Murphy says, despite what Dick Durbin says, despite what CNN and Wolf Blitzer say, they will do everything they can to, um, limit civilian casualties but you're seeing this now over the last couple days and it's ramping up and biden and this administration feed right into it your intentions have to matter when you look at a situation like this there's no moral equivalence between israel and hamas There's no moral equivalence between people who target civilians and do not value life in any single way and who use women and children and and the people who they, they reign over as pawns in their terrorist activities. And to see statements like from Chris Murphy, it's time for Israel's friends to recognize that the current approach is causing an unacceptable, an unacceptable level of civilian harm and does not appear likely to achieve the goal of ending the threat from Hamas. So the Democratic Party, in a, really almost as a whole, is just fine with uh, Israel giving up. First
1: cruise missile was shot down by a F-35I version uh, by the Israeli Air Force uh, coming from Yemen. So now they're under missile attack from Yemen, a thousand miles away.
0: So Israel, according to Chris Murphy and Dick Durbin and Joe Biden and our secretary of state mm-hmm. and, our, and most of our mainstream media, is not allowed to act in any way in self-defense against those who want to slaughter their citizens and wipe them off the face of the mats, uh, a map and and target every single civilian. If they don't see the moral calculus here and how clear it is, I'm not really sure what what we can do about it. And it's growing. The voices in the Democratic Party who want to see Israel wave the white flag, who want to yeah. see them give up, it's
2: amazing how many anti-Semites are in the Democratic Party, and, and you know we used to say that about you know uh, it's amazing how many racists are in the Democratic Party. There's there's an amazing amount of anti-Semites in the, in the Democratic Party too, and it's amazing because they're always saying that's us. Yeah, and it's really not, is it? No. It never is.
1: I have some stats for you on uh, the Muslim population in the U.S. It's only 1%. I got a breakdown by countries of origin. And this anti-Semitism is way more than that three and a half million people in this country.
0: All right, a lot more on this tonight. News, sports, all coming up live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. I to stay on this theme because, uh, again, Wolf Blitzer yesterday uh, blinked in today as he's taking off at the, at the airport. Oh, we've made it clear that they have yesterday they defend their stuff, but we've also made it clear. Well, no. Why? Why the second part? How do they do the first with the second? got we, Yeah, they, we, we've made it clear that yes, they have a right to defend themselves and they have a moral obligation to defend their citizens. Oh, but they've got to uh, tiptoe and they've got to follow uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 and these 50 things. They also have to make sure that they do this and they uh, only go so far. And then we've got to stop for humanitarian aid. Then they've got to make sure they have enough fuel. they got to make sure that, really? Really? Because I'm pretty sure if it was flip-flop, the other they, they wouldn't be worried about this. There be no ceasefire, as they're calling for ceasefires. There's some. There was some. I had the video on social media. One of the um, leaders of Hamas is calling for another October seventh to oh, really? happen. Yep.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I'm like, so is this, is this like is this like a roundabout way to call for ceasefire? It doesn't sound like it. No. It's
2: like, well, you know, you cease fire, but we're going to continue on.
0: Right. You cease fire while right. we
2: kill you.
1: Right. You don't negotiate with terrorists.
2: No, you don't. It, it's like that uh it's like that scene out of the uh what do you call it? Oh, what's the name of that movie? It's a Bruce Willis movie do where he goes to space. No, oh. no,
0: where he goes to space. Armageddon? No. There's <laughs> the other space movie, in the future. The only movie <laughs> that matters that he went to space on was when he went to them, to get the rocket, to get the drill the hole. That's
2: not believable. Armageddon. Oh come on. This is when he goes to Floston Paradise and uh, the these the Fifth these Element. Corgs, like, fifth take element. Over. Oh, that was a great yes. movie. Thank Luke, you. Yes. Luke Very Besson. Smart. Some, Somebody put that in the chat. Thanks, great <laughs> French director. <laughs> yes, yeah. where, where, where all of a sudden there's a standoff, and uh, the, the the guy says, send someone in to negotiate. So he, he, he pops his head over. He counts how many in. He sees the leader. He g- puts a bullet in his head. Boom, down. Anybody else want to negotiate? No. Because they don't operate without their leader. That's what that's what needs to happen. Somebody needs to take out their top guys, and they're not they're not in um, they're not in uh, uh, you know the Palestinian area. They're over in Qatar. If you want to know, these people are
0: billionaires yeah. that run Hamas. By the way, yeah. Did you hear Peter Ducey speaking of Qatar today in the press briefing room to John Kirby? No. As Biden's thanking Qatar, <laughs> he says, "Why is he thanking them for anything?" When just like what you said, when their leaders are housed up there, yeah. live there. So Lorenzo Vedino, and I don't, I don't read much from the Wall Street Journal anymore because they're, well, whatever. It's just not worth it. Um, but I thought this was pretty good. How Because it, it, it fits exactly what you're seeing right now. How Hamas has won the hearts and minds of the American left. And that's exactly right. For 30 years, the terror organization has made a concerted effort to appeal to Western intellectuals. And when you look at what's going on in college campuses and city streets, he says it shocked Americans. But we shouldn't be so surprised. It's the Fruit of Influence campaign that's been going on for 30 years. In 1993, the FBI wiretapped a Philadelphia hotel room where dozens dozen senior Hamas members, some of them U.S. base, had gathered. The men had called the meeting weeks after the signing of the Oslo Peace Accords between Israel and the Palestinian Authority. For days, they debated how to sabotage that agreement and generate support for Hamas among American Muslims, the political class, and the wider society. They correctly foresaw that the U.S. government would designate Hamas a terrorist organization and agreed on a strategy to frame the conflict in religious terms for Muslims while using a more palatable frames for non-Muslim Americans. They plotted to create an array of mainstream organizations to conduct this dual track work. Yeah, today those things are called CNN and MSNBC and NBC. 30 years later, this strategy has proven extremely effective. Widespread support for Hamas's barbaric actions on October 7 didn't come out of thin air. Several things gave life to this phenomenon from the identification of Israel with white privilege, quote unquote. And you hear this all the time when they talk about Bibi Netanyahu. Have you heard this lately? Yeah. Oh, you know, Bibi's really, uh, he's born in New York and he's really, uh, he's really just some regular old white guy from uh, New York. And he's not going to last that long. This is the new one. The media is floating in the last couple of <laughs> days. He's well, not going to last that long. Oh, the wall's closing in. Is that it there? So maybe we should just disregard him and, uh, we should make sure he backs off here because what right does he have since he's not going to be there that long? This is what you're hearing. Um, from old white privilege to old fashioned anti Semitism, but the terror groups network in the US and Europe played a key role. Now run largely by Western born activists, these networks understand how politics and media narratives work in the West. They frame the conflict in religious terms to local Muslim communities labeling Israelis as infidels and uh, evoking about the killing of Jews on college campuses. Those same networks use language of post-colonial theory to tar the Israelis as European settlers. All of this you're seeing right now, word for word. Unsurprisingly, a few days ago, Hamas leader told a Vice.com journalist that, quote, the same type of racism that killed George Floyd is being used by Israel against the Palestinians, a comparison tailored to the ears of Western progressives, like Chris Murphy. That's who that's tailored for. Dick Durbin, Wolf Blitzer. A diverse web of fellow travelers and useful idiots have aided this influence operation, including politicians in the U.S. and in Europe. Academia may be more friendly to Hamas than the left political world. The recent campus demonstrations are evidence of the affinity, but the connections run deeper. Hamas also has funding networks in the West. In 2008, federal prosecutors introduced transcripts from the Philadelphia meeting as evidence against the Holy Land Foundation. You know, they've got these front groups everywhere. Mm -hmm. Hamas is more than a terrorist organization intent on killing Jews and eradicating Israel. It's a savvy international political player. That has used the West as a staging ground for an influence operation aimed at policymakers, public opinion, and Muslim communities. While some of what Hamas does on American soil is constitutionally protected, it is all in the service of its moral repugnant agenda. And I mean that I you you this is exactly what you're seeing playing out right now on TV, across this country, and through our political left leaders. Like what you heard today in these statements that have been put out by all kinds of political um, elected officials on the left. And what you're seeing on TV. And everybody who goes and gets interviewed about this, I saw DeSantis on CNN with that Abby, whatever her name is. Every question is just like, Oh, I don't know. Is, 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 can we really stomach any more of this? Can we really, uh, isn't there a, is there a number that we should just cut the whole thing off on? Is it where they just have to retreat? It's like everywhere. It's all you hear. It's all more you hear. The, is there a number? It's really repugnant. Yeah. You well, see this vote? You see this vote tonight? where the house passes this um, package to Israel and they say they're going to offset it with cuts to the IRS. Fine. I mean, I don't know, you know, who knows if that's exactly what it will be. People say it will add to the deficit. Some say it won't. It's paid for by these cuts. And you see, you had a handful of Democrats that voted for it. It passed. It'll go to the Senate. It, it's good that it passed because the president says he's going to veto it. Right. And I say, good, make them. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Schumer will squash call his, it.
0: Call his bluff. Make the Senate and him put back him right into this corner now and let's see. Let's see what the Senate does.
1: They have to throw everything at the Dems and let it all be exposed yes. that they are the ones holding everything up. And they cannot stop for a minute. And,
2: and the best way to do that is one item at a yeah, time. Yeah,
1: they bifurcated uh, the item Ukraine funding.
2: Here you go, Israel. What are you going to do? Vote for it? You say you're going to vote for it. They say you, you say they need this to defend themselves. Okay, do it.
1: Go ahead. Biden wants like an omnibus type right. thing with, uh, with the they, border, they Ukraine, with Ukraine and Israel,
0: and because They don't want to take a stand where they have to take a stand here and we'll, we'll know where everybody stands. Yeah. And or, where,
2: or where the money goes.
0: Meanwhile, remember this. All of our enemies around the world are watching. Iran, China, Russia. Eyes wide open on how this administration, how weak this administration is going to be. when they're going, hmm. Israel seems pretty tough, but uh, the U.S., hmm, not so much with this guy. All right, sports and news coming up. David Zier as well right after this, live from Studio 6B on a Thursday. from Studio 6B, 30 minutes past the hour. On a Thursday night, Slick Rex here is going to do some sports. Delgado's got news. David Zier's got news as well. Lots to do.
3: Slickster, how are you? I'm doing great, Big D. How are you? How was your meeting? It was fantastic. Sorry, I ran a little bit late. We had a lot going on with battery storage facilities, and I had the library there, so I appreciate it. But I was doing a good public service.
0: People coming at you think. like you're on the show, huh?
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, we're talking about hokel and moratoriums, <laughs> and uh, I, I said, wait a minute. Am I on the show? Or where am I? <laughs> By the way, a lot of folks that are at the meeting watch the show and love really? it. Oh, yes, really? Oh, really? So in in the first
0: segment, we discussed Delgado as having people now come up to him who he claims (laughs) they say they're not watching the show. I think they are, and they just haven't told him are coming up to him in places, and they want to talk politics. Are, yeah. you, f- are you having any of these uh, strange events?
3: You think they want to talk politics, okay. like Rick? No. They want to talk sports. They want to talk okay. entertainment and fashion. Yes. Yeah, just, exactly. <laughs> we got to take our minds either. off this right. Where do
0: I get an orange sequence suit? Yeah, exactly. Mike, where do I go? Exactly. They, want, the they
2: want to talk fashion shopping. They, yeah.
0: want, they want you to be their shopper.
2: So, so God, people notice you? No no and again it was it was one of these things where I, I'm not talking politics at work but they they feel the need that they feel that like they can talk to me about politics what? like out of the blue and I'm like, like I, I think I, they closet watches. Exactly.
0: Thank you. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank cla- you. They're watching
3: you, Delgado. I'm telling you. Thank you. I'm telling <laughs> <Thank> you, pal. <laughs> it's they're live from Studio Six
1: c <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: Exactly. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, look, do you want to do sports here, or do you need some time? Nah, we'll i I mean, I'll roll into it. We got to do an odds makers. We got a game all live right, right now. I here mean, we go. I'm- Let's do some sports. Sports is brought to you by our friend Mike Lindell and my pillow. I uh, put a big article out at livefromstudio6b.com going through the big sale. So I don't have to keep repeating it every night. It's right at the website. I posted it on all our social media today. Uh, So if you want to know what to do to get your free merch, go right to the website or check out our social media. It's pinned on Twitter. It's pinned on Getter. And it's on the site. The exact directions you need to do to get your free merch processed correctly. Um, and by Mike Lindell as you shop there for the holidays over the next eight weeks. Slick Rick, what's going on?
3: Could you repeat the actual process again anyway just for the audience? <laughs> no,
0: I'll just repeat one <laughs> thing about it. You have yeah. to use, I got 50 emails last night using everybody else's code but ours. Are you serious? I don't wow. know what else to say. You cannot send me Something that says the code is F7, <laughs> Frank, F, FS7. That's not our code. So right. maybe they're giving free stuff away, but ours has to use our code. If it's not LFS6B, it does not qualify. So and,
2: and you know what I think could be a problem is that when people just go to the website, sometimes it it has a code that's generated already. Oh, yeah. So if that's there, you have to replace that code. You have to like wipe it off and then retype in LFS6B.
0: Okay, well, then there you go. So you got to do that. that could, or just go to our page and maybe right. it preloads it if you go to my, mypillow.com slash LFSXP. I don't there know. There you go. So, Slick,
3: what's going on in sports? All right, well, let's get right over to uh, Thursday Night Football, otherwise known as TNF on Amazon Prime. If you don't got Prime, you ain't going to see this game. But uh, right now we got the Steelers hosting the Titans. What do they call it? Akershaw Stadium there. Uh, and Steelers just went up 7 nothing. However, Aaron, do you still want to make a pick? Because I already had my team lined up going into this game, uh, Tennessee and the Pittsburgh. Did you pick a, pick a score? It was 2.5 as the spread. Steelers were favored.
4: Yeah, I picked the Steelers on this game. I just don't think that the new QB for Tennessee is going to be able to hold him down.
3: I agree. I, I think that uh, the Steelers are going to win as well tonight, big D. And we got to do anything we can to get these numbers up because I got to get over 500 this weekend or I'm doomed. So yeah, well, I'm going to take Pittsburgh yeah. as well, laying the two and a half on the road. We'll see if they can uh, at home, I should say. And uh, Derek Henry just took the ball over the 40. Is about eight minutes to go there in the uh, first quarter, so plenty of time left for the game to play out. And we'll keep we'll keep you up to date on that throughout the night. A couple other scores around the uh, around the horn here. We got the 76ers and the Raptors, and a good one down in Philly, 65. Four, 63. Eight to go there in the third. Minute to go in the first. The Pelicans lead. The Pistons, 32-25. Is
0: it too early in the NBA season for every time the Sixers lose, your night to be ruined? Or are we already
3: at <laughs> that okay, stage? Okay, Philadelphia, <laughs> they were up by like 15 before, and they they let them sh- close it to one. Not nah, you know, it's what it is. Sixers will beat the easy <laughs> okay, teams. Okay, it it's time. All right, <laughs> it's, we're there. Yeah, it's it, it's it, already okay. there. Yeah, that is there. a self-loathing thing. And NHL, let's go. Kings blank in the center. There's 3 nothing. Eight to go in the second there. The Panthers and Red Wings, no score in Detroit. Nine to go in the second. Also, so in the second is the Hurricanes and the Rangers in the Garden. Rick tied at one against the Hurricanes. Islanders up three nothing against the Capitals. Two minutes to go there in the second. Islanders will figure out a way to blow that one. Lightning over the Blue Jackets, two to one. Seven to go in the second. And the one Bruins, Boston Bruins, great team uh, over the Maple Leafs, one nothing right now. Devils over the Wild, one zip. Stars and Oilers, Canadians, Coyotes, Jets and Golden Knights, Predators, Kraken and Canucks, Sharks, all coming up on the West Coast, nine thirty to ten thirty. Puck drops there. Hey. Let's talk about it, guys. Good news. Texas Rangers win first World Series title with 5 nothing win over Diamondbacks in Game 5 <clears throat> last night. This is an AP report out of Phoenix. Nathan Eovaldi uh, pitched six gutsy innings. Mitch Garver broke a scoreless tie with an RBI, sing- RBI single in the seventh, and the Texas Rangers are champions for the first time in their 63-year franchise history after beating the Arizona Diamondbacks 5 nothing in Game 5 last night. We were tracking the game here. It was a pitcher's duel. In fact, there was a no-hitter on the Arizona side, but that all changed in the seventh. And look what happened. Marcus Simeon homered late, and the Rangers held hitless for six innings by Zach Galen. Finished a record on the road this postseason by capping the Fall Classic with three straight wins in the desert. That has never been done before. A team in the playoffs in baseball winning 11 games in a row. Quite an accomplishment for the great Texas Rangers. Uh, And uh, Corey Seager, the Rangers uh, shortstop. Big guy. He won the World Series MVP. He was clutched throughout. Bruce Bochy picked up, uh, I believe, his uh, third title now. So uh, the manager of the Rangers. What an unbelievable comeback. He was on his couch you got a phone call come on back bruce we want you to coach the team what do you know bang texas rangers win the world series you know i'm happy for the state of texas a lot of diehard fans in that arlington dallas fort worth texas area been rooting for the rangers for years and the only shine that's ever been down there really is on the houston astros and uh really a great win big d great world series great playoffs and uh l- at least watch though i gotta tell you that Audience hits record low for second straight game. That was through game four. Uh, boy, viewership was way down, which we kind of called when the World Series was going to start. We talked about it on the show. If you don't have the big markets, the New York, L.A., um, okay, the um, also certainly even Miami, Florida. The Philly market's actually not too bad. But, boy, that was a tough market to watch. But, hey, a lot of fans happy in Texas. And uh, that's a wrap in sports. Big D, back to you.
0: All right. Very good, Slick Rick. We'll do some more sports a little bit later. Let's do a little news. Then we'll get to David Zier with Rick Delgado. News is brought to you by Seven Cells. What's going on?
3: All right. Well,
2: interesting story breaking uh, out of New York today is uh, Mayor Adams, uh, New York City Mayor Adams, chief fundraiser, was raided by the FBI over an alleged kickback scheme involving the Turkish government. Oh, god! Oh yeah. It was enough for the mayor to pack his bags. He was in D.C. for a lot of meetings and immediately returned to New York City, the home of the top fundraiser for the New York City Mayor, Eric Adams, was raided uh, early this morning by the FBI. FBI as part of an investigation over an alleged kickback scheme involving the Turkish government and a Brooklyn construction company. Federal agents burst into the Brooklyn home of Brianna Suggs, a campaign consultant and lobbyist, just as Adams abruptly bailed on his slate of White House immigration meetings to fly back to the Big Apple to find out what the heck is going on. Uh, The raid was connected to a broader public corruption probe by the feds looking into whether money was illegally funneled to Adams' 2021 mayoral campaign. Uh Uh-oh and was purposely conducted while the mayor was out of town, uh, law enforcement sources said. Investigators specifically sought evidence of whether Mayor uh, Mayor Adams' campaign conspired with the Turkish government and the construction company to, to move foreign cash into his campaign accounts by using straw donors. I feel like we've heard this story before. Oh, that's right. It happened with the Obama campaign and the guy from the Fugees, right? Uh, the Fed's warrant, which was obtained by the Times, said agents were looking for evidence of the... The theft of federal funds, wire fraud conspiracy uh, to steal federal funds, and wire fraud uh, conspiracy as well. And investigators were also looking for proof that the campaign kicked back benefits to principals and employees of KSK Construction Group, as well as Turkish officials. So interesting story that broke early this morning uh, in Brooklyn. At the home of Brianna Suggs again, that's the uh, uh, the campaign person, the, the, and she's pretty young. I think she's like twenty five years old, uh, but she's the uh, the lead campaign consultant for New York City Mayor Eric Adams. So she's young.
1: She's yeah. raised um, close
2: to twenty three
1: million dollars already for Adams,
2: uh, and she was an intern for him when he was Brooklyn Bar President. In yeah. 2017. So interesting that all of a sudden now, uh, well, now I guess you need somebody with a little more experience, David. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause, laughs> what she did looks like got her busted by the FBI. Another story that uh, I, I think you you uh, may be interested in, Damon. Uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Oh yes. Well, the We're the judge. Tonight. Yes. The judge was. Uh, much demanding he wanted a verdict by tonight, and well, he got it. As uh, Sam Bankman Freed has been found guilty on all charges and faces up to 115 years in prison. If you're not familiar with the name, he's the FTX founder, the uh, crypto FTX founder, uh, and uh, you know, he was busted what was it about a year or so ago at this time? I believe. Yeah. Uh, he was found uh, guilty in all seven counts and faces up to, like I said, 115 years in prison. The jury deliberations got underway and stayed that way until about, uh, well, let's see. Is you... The jury wanted to stay till 8 p.m., but they were able to come to a, a guilty verdict a little bit sooner. Um, they found him guilty again on all seven fraud charges. And uh, now it looks like uh, they're moving on to the sentencing phase. There's also news here that looks like there could be a second trial um, with an additional six charges coming up in March. So his uh, his uh, problems are just beginning for Sam bankman fried Probably couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, exactly right. So, uh, All
0: right, we'll do some more news with uh, Rick Delgado in a little bit. Let's welcome David Zia. He's got some news as well. Lots going on. First of all, how's your uh, breaking point Saturday's going to be? How's that? Uh, great, great. Who's going to um, be on?
1: Well, I have um, the founder of the Let's Go Brandon coin. He's an expert on SEC regulations, too, and he's a lawyer, and he comments on the Trump trial and all kinds of stuff, and uh, pretty pretty, pretty. Uh, you know impressive individuals so that's going to be great and i'm playing the rest of my Iowa man on the street of real american voice voices uh interviews on the ground so you can hear what people are concerned about and uh the great people of Iowa uh got a lot of uh a lot of interviews uh, that we did over there and uh, tomorrow morning I'll be on American Sunrise probably in the eight o'clock hour um, And uh, we are going to talk about South Park's new woke episode uh, Attack <laughs> Disney and others um, And then Saturday at 1 p.m. live uh, we will be covering uh, from New York I'll be here uh, in studio uh, plugging into uh, Amanda Head and Tara Dahl's coverage down in Kissimmee of all eight Republican presidential primary candidates uh, that'll be all day and then ben Burkwam has a uh, getter uh if you go to at Real AM voice on getter starting at 1 p.m a marathon of um you know uh, law and border on border yeah so uh we got full programming for fun for the whole family this weekend
0: yeah and then next week is a busy week as well uh, we've obviously got election tuesday uh, where you, you, I believe, and others will be out in the field. So we'll be covering every, everything that of any election that's going to matter on Tuesday night. We'll keep an eye on some. There are some that are worth keeping an eye on. Uh, and then Wednesday, obviously, President Trump, I believe, is going to be somewhere speaking. We're going to cover that. He's supposed to start at 7 on Wednesday night, but he, uh, he could be a little late. So probably we'll go into the 8 o'clock hour. Uh, so we'll be here Wednesday. Harry on the Highway will be live in studio. We'll cover uh, President Trump's speech, and then whenever it's done, we'll take you right till uh, till 10. So Tuesday, Wednesday, two big days next week. It'll be busy. Um, should be good. All right, we'll do some news with David Zier when we get back. More sports live from Studio 6B right after this. From Studio 6B, David Zier's here. Breaking Points Saturday morning, 8 a.m. And of course, then he'll be involved Saturday, like he said, with uh coverage of um that special that we're running on Saturday. We have a graphic for that, Aaron. That's special on Saturday that I give you. And I think we have uh, there it is, yep. Uh Florida Freedom Summit, Saturday, 1 p.m. Man to head David Zier, tara Dahl. We'll be covering all of the candidates on saturday and you'll be here in studio 6b right yeah i With will the great harry
1: on the highway yeah we'll be here all day <laughs> and uh you know we'll be talking about the campaigns
0: is harry going to be in charge of you actually getting on air uh oh yes. god yes oh, i go god.
1: where he tells me to go and be able to hear you
0: all right well yeah. David Zier may not be part of the florida <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> we'll talk no, about but, that uh, later <laughs>
1: we're looking forward to it um it's going to be um really great coverage all day and yeah. uh you know, it's narrowing down. Uh, the first uh, the caucuses are only uh, 68 days away or so. It's it's right here. Yeah. These uh and Super Tuesday's right here too, you know. 4 or 5 it's 4 months, so
0: mm. All right, let's do some news with you, Mr. Zia. What else is on uh, what else is on your mind? Well,
1: tying into uh Rick's story, I I wanted to uh discuss, you know, what's going on um with these donors, uh with the straw donor conspiracy because Earlier this year, um, there were six guys from Eco Safety. Uh, this guy, I think it was Shahid Mushtaq and uh, Yaha Mushtaq and uh, Shamsuddin Riza and Dwayne Montgomery. And there was another scandal uh, where they were indicted by the district attorney's office, but they didn't, and this was Alvin Bragg doing it, and they didn't indict Bragg with it. Uh, They didn't indict Adam Mayor Adams with it. um, But I'm wondering if this story uh, with KSK construction ties in. And if not, was there rampant uh, undue influence and getting, you know, the way because you funnel money. That's what straw voters do to exceed the limits on donations, Right. Yeah. Um, How many of these things have
0: been going on? You know, and um, Mayor Adams has skirted a lot. Didn't O'Keefe do a big expose on this too, as well with yeah. people who didn't know their names were being used to yeah. donate or something? Yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, so um, you know what's going on there is uh, you know the the the. the administration hasn't had that many scandals not like tweeds ring you know boss tweed but uh maybe it's all coming to a head now and you know remember when mayor adams tried to appoint his brother who had to resign in right. shame seven years before in the nypd uh and wanted to make him his deputy police captain a police chief or police commissioner uh so he felt safe from white supremacy you know um so You know, this thing's probably going to blow up Um, and really quick. And I can get into it more later, but I had some more data on, you know, Well, you got
0: plenty of time. You don't need to be quick. Take all the time you want. Well, you
1: know, Rashida Tlaib and Alana Omar, you know, represents a little Mogadishu. Right. Um, And uh, Tlaib is Dearborn, Michigan. Um, She does this stuff because she knows she can get away with it and she's going to be reelected no matter what she does. And I have uh, the Census Bureau data for Dearborn. It's 54.5% Middle Eastern uh, or North African ancestry. Um, and it's really 70% if you look at the population in Dearborn schools. Uh, it's a huge majority. Um, and not to say that all Muslims or all Palestinians want Israel wiped off the face of the earth, but you know you can assume that it's a, a large portion of the population. Um, and you know 20% of the census, um, well, the 2020 census, was uh, consisting of uh, Iranian, Lebanese, and Egyptian made up the most of this Middle Eastern, North African community in the in, in Dearborn and in California, which has the most uh, in the country. But when you look at it, it's only one percent of the population, um, and it's just amazing because if you turn on the news with these campuses and all the cities and mm-hmm. all of the the dummies and all the you know the LGBTQ community who would be killed over there. Um, you know, it it's much more than 1%. Doesn't it feel like it's a large percentage of our population just wants Israel obliterated from the f- face of the earth? Feels like
2: 20%. Well, that that's the power of the media. It, it, they only focus yeah, on that small that small, you know, uh, sliver, but they it, it comes off as big because well they make a lot of noise. When well, they say greasy uh, the uh, greasy wheel gets the, gets the oil, right? And yeah. you know, let's face it: if it bleeds, it leads. And these people are out yeah. there protesting. They want to see. They want the the news needs this. They they need this to f- to feed. You know, to to get eyeballs on them because this is what people want to say. Oh, look, that there could be
0: some violence. We got we got to focus
2: on this, people. This is a, this so is, what is it? Where does what it the, all and is? of
0: course the White House, as I've told you now for a couple of days, yeah. is, is focused on Islamophobia, as if you're. I mean,
1: so the, the Democrats. Turn towards reason and rationale and recognizing terrorism for what it is. You know, terrorists have trained in Lumumba University in Moscow since the 70s. Uh, Carlos the Jackal came out of there. Libyan terrorists came out of there. Europe's been under assault since Munich and before that, you know, and this is a long time thing. Do they wake up and support Israel or do do they drive a wedge further in castigating Israel? Um, you know, as more deaths pile up, and um, you know, it's I, I don't know if Israel has a chance. I mean, I know they can wipe out all the armies over there if they wanted to, but can they withstand the uh, PR fight that you know you talk about? Hamas puts them in, right?
0: The other, the other big danger of what's going on right now is obviously, as I said before we went to commercial, I think in the last break is Biden continues to push Iran, China and Russia closer together. Relationships that really would not have been there. Um, When you think about the history of all these places, China, Russia, and Iran are now sitting back and looking at what's going on. They're making all kinds of deals with oil as Biden's lifted all these sanctions. And um, China is effectively going to be involved here pretty soon through Iran as biden and this administration just seemingly continues to do nothing but show weakness to everybody around the world now iran has we have bases that have been shot at m- missiles uh, attacks i think in the in the 20s or 30s the number has been on attacks
2: 27 attacks so far 27 attacks
0: yeah so When does the Biden administration decide that they want to impose some kind of a cost directly on Iran for for that? Because if there is none, the only thing that's going to do is bring more, bigger, faster attacks if there's no cost at some point for, what did you say, 27?
2: 27 so far.
1: And remember, it was a Chinese anti-ship silkworm missile that Iran, Iran fired at a Liberian flag tank of the singari back in 1987, and they've been selling them weapons forever. And Russia developed their civilian nuclear reactors starting many years ago, t- 20 years ago.
0: I mean, not only is there no credible deterrence from this administration, it's nothing but capitulation. That all of our enemies see when they look at what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and what happened uh,
2: in the last administration to keep an Iran, a, a country like Iran, in line? Oh, we just took out their their top terror leader with an airstrike, took him right out,
0: sent a message, strong message. Everything was strong under Trump. Yeah. Everything everybody saw. All of these people saw nothing but strength. And
1: his agreements had teeth, like yes. getting yep. Israel to use Saudi airspace yep. for the first Lot time ever. And now they and see that's reversed. Absolute,
0: <laughs> nothing but weakness. The absolute total opposite. It's scary. As I've said, at nauseum, all the wrong people at all the wrong time for the world that we're in right now. As Joe Biden is going to walk us backwards into World War III at this rate.
2: Well, this, that that's the that's the Obama doctrine, right? Lead from behind, let everybody else get get in front and do what the hell they want, and then we're in the back picking up a uh, picking picking our teeth. Well, when you have Valerie Jarrett
1: in there, you yeah. know what can what can you do?
0: Yeah. All right, hour two coming up. LOL of the day, more sports news, all coming up. Hour two, live from Studio Six B on a Thursday. We're back right after this. Two live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. Look, so Rick's doing sports. Rick Delgado is going to do some news here in just a second. David Zier's doing news as well. Lots to get to in hour two. LOL of the day coming up. We'll get to that. Uh, lots to talk about here in hour two. We'll get to some of your emails as well and chat. If you're following us on Getter or on Twitter, make sure you follow us on all our social media Facebook, Twitter, Getter. Uh, Instagram every place we're always uh, there YouTube LFS 6B or just search live from studio 6B but pretty much at LFS 6B everywhere and of course make sure you go to live from studio 6B.com and make sure you sign up great news great merch great stories all of our videos all our crazy towns or what even is that's all available at live from studio 6B.com um, one of the other big stories Uh, on this whole Biden administration and trying to tie Israel's hands behind their back and demanding that Israel meets all of these requirements that the Biden administration keeps coming up with. Tom Cotton today is on top of one of them. And actually, NBC put out this headline, Hamas is hoarding vast amounts of fuel. Forget who it was who tweeted today. Do you want to put an end to this thing quick? cut off the fuel supply. Um, If you want total capitulation from Hamas, uh, cut off the fuel supply, because without it, they can't continue this in any way, shape, or form. And I see this headline on NBC, Hamas is hoarding vast amounts of fuel as Gaza hospitals run low. And uh, there's a whole article about that. And Tom Cotton says, Israel should reject Biden's efforts to send fuel to Hamas as Biden is literally trying to help fuel this no pun intended literally help fuel the enemy here senator tom cotton has accused biden of pressuring israel to give fuel to hamas well it's, he's not he's not accusing him it's pretty clear
2: why like like i don't even understand that line like pressuring israel give give your enemy who's trying to slaughter you yeah. wipe you off the planet you should give them some fuel
0: yeah. Yeah, turn you should turn the electricity back on, you uh-huh. should give them fuel, you should cease fire, make sure, you know, make sure uh, you give them um you know, make sure DoorDash is working, give yeah. them some good reviews on Yelp. You know, you got to just make sure all of these things are in place <laughs> before you go in. It's a great place. Yeah, you need those those <laughs> those reviews on Yelp. Yeah, President I, Joe Biden is that. pressuring Israel to give fuel to Hamas, which would benefit from any supply of fuel to the Gaza Strip and has urged the Israeli government to reject the president's efforts tom cotton made the accusations in two posts on twitter and he says biden is now secretly pressuring israel biden is secretly doing a lot of things that we don't know about but this is probably just one of them of course biden's not doing it he's got whoever doing it somebody who can actually complete sentences uh secretly pressuring israel to allow fuel into gaza hamas has huge reserves of fuel that it could use for civilians but instead stockpiles for its rockets And terror tunnels. Biden literally wants to fuel Hamas's war machine. Israel should flatly reject this outrageous pressure campaign, confident that the Congress will have its back. Hamas is known to hoard fuel and other necessities that are intended for civilian use. And again, I go back to Caroline Glick in her article that we went over about two weeks ago. Remember? When all of a sudden you started to hear this humanitarian aid. She's like, the idea that there's humanitarian aid is ridiculous. It just shows not na- how naive these people are about what is actually going on there. There's no such thing as humanitarian aid. A U.N. official says hospital in Gaza are running dangerously low on fuel. Hamas is maintaining a stockpile of more than 200,000 gallons of fuel for the rockets it fires into Israel and the <laughs> generators that provide clean air and electricity to its networks of underground tunnels according to U.S. officials, current and former Israeli officials, and academics. Hamas, meanwhile, has repeatedly demanded fuel deliveries to Gaza during negotiations to allow foreign nationals to leave the enclave, and it talks about the release of 240 people that it's kidnapped. It is thought to have several months' worth of fuel stored in its network of tunnels beneath Gaza, which it could release to the civilian population if it wanted to do so, but the terror organization does not concern itself with the welfare of Palestinian civilians, whom Hamas considers Israel's and the UN's responsibility in any case. Israel also recently produced evidence that Hamas is stealing fuel from the hospitals in Gaza. So as you listen to this, remember what we talked about in the first segment of the the show. The The left, people like Chris Murphy, are demanding these things knowing full well the truth of really what goes on there, which is what I'm, what what Breitbart here has, and Tom Cotton is on too. Yeah, none of this is about the people. Nope. None of this is about the civilians. Never is. And m- remember the video we saw, as everybody tries to make this moral equivalency of, uh, of the two, and they talk about oh, the, the the citizens that get caught up in this. Who who was it that we watched that said if you went through Gaza? and just went around and started asking if Israel should exist to just anybody, Hamas or just civilians, you'd have a hard time finding anybody to say yes.
2: Right. Yeah. Because they they all believe the same thing. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you know, there's the, uh, there's the people there called Hamas that are willing to actually do something about it. And then there's the other people like, no, 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 we, we, we support you. Go ahead. But we don't want to do it ourselves.
1: Hamas gives um i mean Israel gives representation uh twelve percent of their government as Palestinians and members of the Knesset they have seats for them um and they allow them to work and travel back and forth from Gaza and I'm not saying Israel's innocent you know with the settle settlements and all the stuff but there's no there's no excuse for what's happened. And uh, it's 100% terror. Hamas needs to be obliterated from the face of the earth.
2: Yeah. And what's crazy is that people are trying to give Hamas credit. Oh, you should give him credit. They're letting hostages out. <laughs> credit they want they want credit for for actually Started. giving for, for yeah they they they're hostages because they took hostages you realize that right they didn't they didn't walk in there and be like we're going to be hostages do you uh, favor. Yeah, yeah yeah we're going to do, do it ourselves and then you guys can let us out at your leisure no they went and kidnapped these people and now they want credit
0: for actually letting some of them go Think about that. Right, but this is what happens, again, when you have an administration that leads from behind. Not only leads from behind in their actions, but more, maybe more importantly, leads behind in their words. Their words is what people are listening to. Their words mean as much as their actions. Maybe sometimes more.
4: Yeah.
0: And they just perceive this weakness, and it just feeds the fire of things like that. Well, oh, give them credit.
1: <laughs> give you know, credit. I'm addicted to X at night and no not the movies uh but i'm addicted to the platform uh and i just sit there for like hours and i scroll (laughs) through and the comments by people the comments by people saying that you, you can't even believe it and this guy jackson hinkle who's a puppet of putin and an american actor i think he's american he's got like a million followers he's leading x with like 5 billion hits he's even surpassing elon musk and he is just uh the en- enemy of humanity. And this like his thread is filled with with uh pro Hamas, you know, quotes and everything. But I, you know, I was listening to this lady. Early this morning, at like three in the morning, she was saying that <laughs> three in um, the morning, you know, <laughs> oh, oh they're, so, <laughs> they're so good to the hostages and oh, look, yeah. they let them go and all this stuff. Oh, not not like, only that, you did you hear
2: even even before they let them go, there, there were some hostages, I guess, that got released that had glowing reviews. <laughs> uh, about their time, uh, being being um, yeah. they be, covered being it taking, on Morning Joe. Being taken as hostage. Oh, they gave us shampoo and, and they gave oh. us water when we were thirsty. I cooked for them. It's <laughs> how I co- you have
3: Yelp. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
2: If, if that's not uh, what is that syndrome? Um, Fran would Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. I don't know what it is. Patty oh, they Hurst. gave us shampoo. Really? Wow, that's great. Uh, mm. What they do to the other guy? Oh, they cut his head off. Yeah. So he didn't yeah. use his shampoo. So I, so I got his shampoo, <laughs> which got is head and shoulders.
0: Better. Yeah. Oh, the, my um, These people are the Literally. The Biden administration is also pressuring Israel for a pause, quote unquote. A pause. Now let's take a pause. Which claims is different from a ceasefire. So, again, it's the nomenclature. You see the, the parsing of the words? Oh, no, no, no. no. We, don't, we don't want a ceasefire. We want a pause. A pause. Oh, A pause. The purpose of the pause would ostensibly be to allow humanitarian aid. Oh, another uh, another one, another nomenclature that we all are living by now. Humanitarian aid into Gaza and to facilitate the release of hostages, yet neither of these activities is directly threatened by Israeli's military and what they're doing. The real purpose of the pause would appear to be to appease Biden's angry Arab and Muslim American supporters in king, in key swing states, like Michigan, and um, who's the guy? Uh, Eli, writer for I think Newsweek had a had a tweet about this today. Um, that the Democrats look at the polling, and they're trying to choose what voting base of theirs do they want to lose? Right. Yeah.
1: He's talking about Eli David, <laughs> Doctor Eli David. He's great. No.
0: Mm. I can't remember his name, but he had. I saw a tweet today about about this, just about that exact thing, saying the Democrats get nervous um, because they look at the polling, right? And they look at the polling of, um, like you saying, people living in in Dearborn, Michigan, and they're like, okay, do we want to lose Michigan, or do we want to lose? Where do we want to lose? Because, like, what
2: can we afford to lose and not and not lose too much? Eli Lake.
0: Eli Lake, thank you. I thought it was Eli Whitney. Eli Lake, yes. Eli Lake had a tweet about this today. Um, Tom Cotton says, the Biden administration is mincing its words. Exactly. Calling it a pause instead of a ceasefire makes no difference to Hamas and only gives the terrorists the advantage. Cotton's argument is supported by the fact that the word pause translates into Hebrew in a way that is similar to the word for ceasefire, such that an Israeli newsreader had to explain the difference. So just a total disaster on so many levels. And now Blinken is going back there. And you can just imagine what it's going to be. Oh, my God. You can imagine what it's going to be. He's letting us know what it's going to be, like when he's on the tarmac today before he leaves. Okay, yes, they have a right to do this, but.
2: Yeah, it's always a but. Yeah.
0: And then there's a 50-point list of the things that they need to do. We
2: want them to adhere to the rules of war.
0: And like it's um, they're not at anywhere.
2: war; um, they were attacked by a terrorist organization. Yeah. Uh, so you have to kill terrorists uh, because they're not really a standing army from from a from a rival nation. A Geneva Convention right. aspect that, that 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 doesn't apply to them. Yeah.
0: Hey, on the Sam Bankman Fried thing. Now that he's found guilty on all seven charges, when do we start looking into? Um what kind of deal he's going to try to cut on sentencing to give up? What Democrats took? What kind of dirty money from the guy since he was the biggest Democrat donor <laughs> we've probably That's ever right. seen? Can you imagine what he knows?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
0: Now, this is like the real, not like um, his uh, Delgado's made up stuff on uh, what you know. I didn't kill myself news deal. this is like this is like a guy who knows real stuff about real people that's like right current here and now. Oh, yeah like, what,
2: like that not really, really happen happen on to, that island.
0: Not that's, that's gonna take game. nine years to try yeah. to figure out well, what the hell are talking it's sensitive because Republicans got a lot of money from free too. exactly. All right, live from Studio 6B, more news that don't kill yourself part of the news is probably coming up at some point here oh, tonight. Yeah, well,
2: yeah. <laughs> well, I just might do it. What <laughs> <Blood> sports? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Damon's just green with envy. Come on.
0: up, I've been telling you about the Enviro Cleanse. Sounds like the blues. The home air purifier, so powerful, the U.S. Navy chose it to purify the air on board our Navy ships. Now Enviro Cleanse is extending their sale, well, to you, the listeners. And the timing of this 30% off sale couldn't be better. It's officially cold and flu season. And of course, the new COVID strain is now going to be out. So EnviroCleanse is proven to capture and destroy flu and COVID viruses in your home. Plus, it'll handle bacteria, toxins, mold, and allergens. EnviroCleanse is how you fight back against the entire family getting sick. In fact, Cleanse is the only home air purifier that promises you and your family better health. And it makes that promise by helping clean your home of cold, flu, and COVID viruses. That's why I have an Cleanse at home, and I have one here at the studio, the new science in-home air purification. Don't miss this 30% off sale. Order your EnviroCleanse home air purifier while supplies last. Go to ekpure.com, the letter E, letter K, ekpure.com, use code America30. That's ekpure.com, code America30, ekpure, all one word.com. use code America30 for 30% off your EnviroCleanse. Check it out. Man, it really does make a difference in your air and your home. And someone actually wrote an email in today. They forward to me. Somebody just got their Enviro cleanse. They said, "Damon, just got my Enviro cleanse. Can't wait to hook it up." So I hope whoever that is, if you're listening, I want the 48 hour report, like I've been saying when I first got mine and when we first brought one here to the studio. I want that 48 hour report. Do you can you tell a difference? Not by the the monitor they give you, but just walking into your house. I'm interested to know because I say it's a hundred percent there. So, uh, all right, let's do some sports sports is brought to you by Mike Lindell. And of course, my pillow use our code LFS six B our code is LFS six B use it at checkout. It'll save you 10 to 66% off all the great stuff from Lindell's. You're going to do your shopping for the holidays, whether it's mattresses or towels, shirts, slippers, uh travel pillows regular pillows all kinds of great stuff from lindell and of course you know what he's been through the attacks on his business the attacks on him personally the big box stores the whole deal so we're going to push to ev- for everybody to do as much of your holiday shopping with mike lindell as you can use our code we'll make it sweeter we'll give you free merch for doing it um depending on the and we'll give you up to whatever you're using and spending there. So if you end up spending, like we said, anything in the hundreds, you, get a, you can pick anything you want off the site. If you spend 200, you can pick two things off the site, 300, three things. So if you're buying a mattress and you spend 700 bucks, pick seven things off the site and give them a stocking stuffers and other gifts will be great. So...
3: Uh, Slick Rick, what's going on in sports? All right, get you updated on Thursday Night Football. What used to be called Heinz Field, the Pittsburgh Steelers aren't cutting the mustard as Derrick Henry just punched in a touchdown with six and a half to go in the second quarter. And the Titans have now gone on top of the Steelers, 10 to 7. So Pittsburgh, uh, who's a two and a half point favorite right now, trails by three. Plenty of time to go. But Derrick Henry, looks like he's, he's heating up the old dog. So we'll see what happens. A couple of uh, NBA scores, 76 is over the Raptors 106-92 3 to go there in the 4th I would say that's just about done Pelicans 72-49 over the Pistons at the half, 7 to go uh, just underway there in the 1st, Jazz 10-5 over the Magic NHL we got the Kings and the Senators in a good one Kings jumped out to a 3-0 lead but the Senators will come back in Ottawa make it 3-2, 11:38 38 to go in the 3rd, Panthers uh, blanking the Red Wings 1-0 also in the 3rd, actually all these were in the 3rd Hurricanes and Rangers tied at 1 in the Garden Islanders over the Capitals three nothing. Lightning and Blue Jackets nodded at two. As are the Maple Leafs and Bruins. Devils three to one over the Wild in the second. And Stars and Oilers just on the way there in the first. About seven minutes into that game, no score. And hey, what do you know? Good news today. AEW signs 74 year old wrestling legend to multi-year <laughs> deal Adam Taylor Yardbacher the great Rick Flair you talk about a great wow. Rick, huh, Rick my man Rick Flair signed a multi-year deal with <laughs> AEW and it's not Rupiah uh, Flair made his debut appearance on a recent episode of Dynamite where he joined the soon to be retired Sting for a promo segment AEW announced Flair's contract via a press release on Thursday in an interview with Pro Wrestling Insider Flair noted how he doesn't think he will wrestle during his tenure with AEW. However, he also didn't rule the idea out, Rick. No, I didn't think I will, Flair said. If you're asking me if I want to, I have to be careful what I say because it never comes out the right way. It's like a lot of people. I just <laughs> made it very clear to everybody that I can take bumps. I have a doctor's release. He's got the release to do anything I want like that. Do I think I'll wrestle again? No. Would I like to? Obviously, I'm never going to say no. Instead, Flair will likely take on-screen and take on an on-screen role during promotional segments and have an input into the company's creative strategy. Flair brings over 50 years of experience with him to AEW. He has been part of the uh, WCW, WWF, NJWP and WWE and every other alphabet in wrestling you can imagine. There isn't much he hasn't seen or done in his career. The, the addition to the Nature Boy comes hot on the heels of Adam Copeland's arrival. Copeland is a Hall of Famer in his own right and has made an immediate impact within the AEW. I know some people criticize me. Oh, wrestling isn't a sport. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's a sport. What are you kidding me? It's one of the best sports of all time. Yeah, I know sports big, entertainment. Sports entertainment, right? It all goes in. Just like the cheerleaders, right? That's sports entertainment. But uh, yes it is. Hey, the Nature Boy. <laughs> what do you know, Rick? That's great stuff. So let me get to one more quick story here. We got, uh, well, Big Ten coaches are right to demand league take action against Michigan. This is Eric Smithling of Barker. Big Ten coaches have had enough. They want the league to take action against Michigan for its alleged sign-stealing scheme, and rightfully so. Every game they played is tainted, a source told ESPN's Pete Thamel after a video call between Big Ten coaches and Conference Commissioner Tony Petitti uh, on the NCAA's investigation into Michigan. Report service recently revealed an alleged scheme by Wolverines analyst Connor Stallions to steal future opponent's signs by attending their games and recording their sidelines. He even allegedly was spotted on the sideline during a Central Michigan-Michigan State game earlier this season. What Michigan allegedly did is against the rules per the NCAA, Michigan suspended Stallion after ESPN reported he was at the center of the scouting scheme. There's a clear difference between decoding a team's signs during game or during the traditional scouting process. And what Michigan allegedly did, the rest of the Big Ten uh, let the conference officials know about it during a conference call late last night. So you know what? They've had it. They want this investigated, and uh, we're going to see. I think Jim Harbaugh has already been talking to a few NFL teams about a move. No, I'm only really kidding. But uh, we'll see. Michigan is playing very well. Their light's out this year. I believe they're 8-0, Rick. Yeah, I'm not number two, right? Or number nine. Yeah, they're right up there. So, But I think this is going to be a very tainted uh, look for that team until this gets gets taken care of. But uh, we're going to see. That story's going to unfold over the rest of the uh, season.
2: I, I, I don't know. I, uh, uh, like, what's the problem? that that that's part of sports you have to you have to scout you have to know what you're going into
3: it's i know um it's,
2: it's, and until they, anybody's been actually proven guilty i think the coaches right. need to shut so, their mouths what's allegedly the, what's the right, blue it's light all, alleged.
1: all about what's that the blue light all about the blue light um, I they're seeing. saying there was a blue light in the reflection it was like a signal for something that a play was coming or Okay. I, that I
3: might know. have been part of the investigation. I did not hear until I about know. a blue light. I
1: uh, but I wanted to add to your coverage of the World Series, Rick. Okay. Um, the Texas, Texas Rangers, the only here. team that doesn't have a gay pride night
3: or yep. pride night. Good justice is served, as opposed to the Dodgers. With well, the they sisters, say you know, everybody's welcome, so it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Right. They exactly. don't have heterosexual night yeah. yep. anywhere, right? Good point. And and you know what? Good to see a team like that in the heart of Texas to win. And uh, that's a great that's a great point. We did talk about that earlier in the year, especially with all that was going on. Like I said, with the Dodgers, with the sisters of perpetual insanity, you know, yeah. and all that. Well,
1: the Texas Legislature yeah. took some action to limit LGBTQ plus activities in the state. So good,
0: but. You know, well, they play it. the blue light. The blue light was the guy's glasses
3: recording. Oh, yeah. Those glasses. So uh, He was wearing sunglasses. Okay, I got you, 10 I got o'clock you. at
0: night. He was going to these games, Pac-12 games, and he's wearing sunglasses. Oh, right. And you can see the little blue light on like the Google glasses. He's recording. <laughs> right. he's recording. Well, glasses like I have blue. Yeah. So
2: and so what if they are it and they get it wrong? You know it's like well there when you you got you gotta that that that's a that's a pretty uh, high hurdle they are gonna have to get to to figure out if whatever they figured out if they figured
0: it out was actually useful right well there's some video that no, shows, there ain't there's some videos that, show that it was and <laughs> yeah, last year yeah. in the Ohio State game there's some there's some video already of some plays that clearly if they didn't know where they were going they would have been caught off guard and they went right to where they were supposed to yeah <laughs> All right, live from Studio 6B, more to come. From Studio 6B, 30 minutes past the hour on a Thursday night. Great to have David Zier sitting in with us. Rick Delgado is going to do some news. David Zier will do some news as well. So Rick just did some sports. Aaron and Fran, of course, holding it down as always. We'll do some more sports if we wrap it up. Again, remember, next Tuesday, election night, we're going to have busy coverage, coverage from all over. On Tuesday night, right here during live from Studio 6B, Harry on the highway will be here. David Zero will be out in the field. We'll bring him in, talk to him a lot. Wednesday, we'll be covering President Trump's speech right here. Uh, He starts probably before we come on air at 8. He'll probably go into the 8 o'clock hour. We'll pick it up, and then obviously we'll take you through 10 o'clock once he's done. Uh, But right now, let's do some news. News is brought to you by our friends at 7Cells, 7Cells.com. Great stuff for your health over there. Uh, face creams, all kinds of great stuff for your health, whether it's your skin, your sex life, whatever it is, they've got it. Go check it out, 7cells.com. Use our code LFSXB, 20% off whatever you put in your cart. Rick Delgado, what's going on in the news? All right. Well, uh, you know how we
2: were talking about money? And how it makes D.C. go round? Well, yep. Mitch McConnell has fired a warning shot sure have. <laughs> at, at GOP senators saying they'll face incoming if they back Senator Hawley's bill to limit corporate giving in campaigns.
4: can't be that. I told you. It's
2: all, that, this is why the frozen turtle doesn't want to leave. There's too much money. Nah, too much. Senate GOP uh, leader and frozen turtle Mitch McConnell bluntly warned Republican senators in a private meeting not to sign on to a bill from yeah. Senator Josh Ollie True, you listen here aimed at limiting corporate money, bankrolling high-powered outside groups, telling them that many of them won their seats thanks to these powerful super PACs and uh, that's what the Kentucky Republican controls. According to multiple sources familiar with the Tuesday lunch meeting, McConnell warned the Senators they could face incoming from the center right. (laughs) Incoming. Incoming. You don't think incoming. (laughs) Exactly. And if they signed on to Holly's bill, he also read off a list of Senators who won their races amid heavy financial support
0: and it really is. we have any M&Ms or anything I could put in my mouth? I could do it much better with a mouthful of, uh, I, got some, I think we got something. some marbles. marbles you know what? Grab a anything. couple batteries. Yeah, batteries. <laughs> Give me a couple of double A's here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he read off a list of senators who won their races amid finan- heavy financial support. Uh, on that list of senators, Holly himself, according to some uh, familiar, people familiar with the source, um, McConnell has long been a chief opponent of tighter campaign finance restrictions. I wonder why. But there's also no love lost between McConnell and, McConnell and Hawley who has long criticized the GOP leader and has repeatedly called for new leadership atop the conference. Uh, Holly's new bill called for ending corporate influence on elections act aimed at reversing the Supreme court's 2010 citizens United decision. And uh, Holly's bill would ban publicly traded corporations from making independent expenditures and political advertisements and ban those publicly traded companies from giving money to super PACs in the interview. Holly defended his bill. He said, "I think that's wrong." He told CNN, "I think it's wrong that." as an original matter it's warping our politics i see no reason for conservatives to defend it it's wrong as a matter of the original meaning of the constitution it's bad for our elections and it's bad for our voters and i just think on principle we ought to be concerned as for that list of uh senators that were read out it's a who's who of uh rhinos mike braun from indiana kevin kramer from north dakota marsha blackburn from tennessee Dan Sullivan out of Alaska, Joni Ernst out of Iowa, Roger Marshall out of Kansas, Susan Collins out of Maine, uh, Tom Tillis out of North Carolina, Lindsey Graham out of South Carolina, Ted Budd out of North Carolina, and Ron Johnson was also picked into this, along with Lisa Murkowski, who's also out of Alaska. So there you have it. Uh, Again, there's, there's too much money at stake. And these people don't want to lose but the gravy train. You, you got to remember,
1: uh, Dave Bossy was not a liberal, and Citizens United won that Supreme Court decision to take restrictions out off and to right. to suppress to to uh, on suppress what they called like free speech, basically. Yeah. And and know, what could and possibly so
4: go wrong? And it now throws,
1: we're throws what went wrong. It throws everything into turmoil because conservatives a hundred percent backed it at the time. Right, the Supreme Court decision, um, including. Most of the conservative politicians in the country, so you know, it's like flipped now. So we got to. Well, because that.
2: now you're seeing the, the the folly of a bad decision. Because now you're seeing all the bad influence and how the rhinos. Um, let's face it they they are pushed by the money. The policies that they push are dictated by the lobbyists. It's not it's not what's good for the voters. It's not what's good for the country. It's what's good for their pocketbook. Uh, and, and here's something. Speaking of money.
0: Right, absolutely right, Rick. Absolutely right.
2: Thank you, Frozen Turtle. Uh, here's something out of uh, the House of Representatives talking about our new speaker, Mike Johnson. Um, seems like uh, liberals are very, very concerned about his financial disclosures, revealing that Mike Johnson does not have a bank account or investments. Although House Speaker Mike Johnson has been served. (laughs)
0: like everybody else living in Bidenomics.
2: (laughs) Basically, he lives paycheck to paycheck. Has served in the U.S. House since 2017. Is relatively low profile until uh, recently. Susan Collins even said that she needed to Google him to find out who he was. Now that the 51-year-old Johnson is Speaker, reporters and politicians who don't pay a lot of attention to him are researching his history, especially his his, uh, far right, they call it, history. But it's the Daily Beast, Roger Solenberg, in a report published November 1st that focused on another aspect of the speaker's history, his finances. Um, with Mike Johnson, it says, does not have a bank account. At least that's what Johnson reports on his personal financial disclosures, which date back to 2016 and reveal a financial life. In the context of his roles as a congressman and now speaker, appears extraordinarily precarious. Over the course of seven years, Johnson has never reported a checking or savings account in his name, nor in the name of his wife or any of his children. I guess he's got no money to launder. Uh, In fact, he doesn't appear to have money stashed anywhere in investments and according to his latest filings covering 2022 show no assets whatsoever. Um so the, it's got people very upset on the left because yeah. because they they're finding out they're <laughs> like wait we we can't Mike, find have out you if heard,
0: have you heard about how it works here yeah
2: he's not corrupt how do how do we get him if he's not corrupt yeah uh which leads me to another story that came out of the Western Journal. The establishment media seems to be furious that new speaker Mike Johnson isn't rich, yeah <laughs> <laughs> With that in mind, the establishment shill Matt Fuller at the Daily Beast complained in effect that the new Republican Speaker of uh, Louisiana, Mike Johnson, lacks the personal wealth required of a ruling class oligarch. Mike Johnson doesn't have any retirement savings, doesn't own a single stock or have any assets at all. Fuller posted on X, uh, on his Daily, uh, Daily Beast hit piece, does the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, have a bank account? he has less than five grand in his bank account he's got a 250 250 to five hundred thousand dollars mortgage a home equity loan and a personal loan but what's his retirement plan plan to lobby it says here um <laughs> so basically uh people are reacting saying so you want me to be angry at this this guy struggles like the most like most of us do yeah. Yeah. And, and lives paycheck to, party, to paycheck pal. yeah exactly so don't fall for it um I'm. I'm sure you'll find out. He probably. Uh, you know. He's probably. He's probably doing things the right way. Stuffing yeah, how, things into my. How an IRA. dare him? How yeah. Dare this
0: guy, Johnson. How dare you not carry any yeah, yeah, debt? Something's gotta be wrong. Yeah. I like the idea of him collecting a paper check from Congress, running down the block to a ca- check cash in place, and taking it all <laughs> yeah. in cash. Sticking it under his mattress. And, and you know what's funny? Bitcoin with it, if he's smart.
2: One of the uh, one of the commenters, I was looking at some of the uh, comments earlier today when I read this, and somebody somebody said they used to deal with people like this down south. It's it's very it's prominent down south where people don't trust banks, and they had one one uh, retiree. This person, I guess, was a financial person who had to deal with a, a a an older retiree who didn't have a bank account, didn't have investments, but had frozen blocks of money in their house because they didn't trust banks, they kept everything uh in cold storage so to speak.
0: Yeah, well the problem with that now is your dollar keeps getting devalued, so it's taking it into taking it into fiat is not a great idea anymore. Because a dollar is now about 83 cents. A dollar back from 2018 is now about 83 cents. Yeah. So taking it in cash and stuffing it under your mattress is not great. You got to put it into hard assets.
1: I use the pizza index, right? Slice of pizza in 75 <laughs> cents, fifty cents, right? What's it today? I paid five twenty-five for a pepperoni slice a month ago.
3: Wow! Yeah! Wow! So wow!
1: Is money money's like five times what it was in nineteen seventy-eight? You know, sorry, so must gonna... have been
0: a pretty big slice. No, it wasn't what place that was good. that?
1: It wasn't that good? But <laughs> well, anyway, you go. A slice is three twenty-five and up. Unless you go to like the dollar slice places in the city,
2: which you go
0: to Costco, it's still like a buck fifty. The the day that Costco raises its hot dog prices, the 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 world's over. Shut it down. Shut it down. They did. It's all done. I think they did last year a little bit. I think they did. They've never. They've never. And the and the guy who started it (laughs) says every time I see him interviewed, whoever his name is, says he'll never. He'll never do it. Yeah, he, I think he said he'd rather close Costco down than change the, <laughs> price. the price. That's exactly right. Well, it's <laughs> not really pizza, hot dogs.
1: and it's not really a hot dog. So at Costco,
0: I think my German father-in-law should own stock in that hot dog thing because I think he, he's good for about six a week. So. <laughs> he's good He'll for live about 100, 100, they six 60 a week or, over something? There or something. You know what? You, you can eat pretty well shopping at Costco. Dollar dollar twenty for two, I think it is. Yeah. Well, or well, you get two of them, or and something. You get a couple, Why for a dollar? A cu- couple churros, no you know. Next, to, you're, you're, yeah, the got chicken like a, bake They got there. They got good food at Costco. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You're walking around. You're grabbing your milk. Oh, look, a slice of pizza. I think I'll have a slice. Yeah. Uh, hey, you got you got some chips. You got something to drink. Next yeah. You got to you know, go in stuck. there.
0: Go to the food court first. Yeah. Load up, and then go <laughs> shopping. And then they've got the people on the end of the aisles doing the new stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do you get now a? You're popping a different samples. Different samples. Yeah. yeah. Do you
1: get a pre-cancer screening on the way
0: out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll do some more news with Delgado. Let's do some news with the great David Zia. What's going on in your world?
1: Uh, well, tomorrow night I will be watching police state at the America first warehouse. We're showing Dinesh D'Souza's new movie. Um, so anybody who hasn't seen it, go out. If you're from New York, come to the warehouse, um, the America slash events, but also go to the movie theater and see it if you're not in the area, um, I'm so excited. It's the most important of the movie of the year, except for sound of freedom. And then, you know, 2000 mules, look what happened in Bridgeport, right? So they proved fraud, same thing, dumping ballots in the middle of the night. Uh, I have a quick crime update going on. 13,265 cars were stolen in New York city so far this year and 23,300 people have been assaulted in the street so far this year, 1500 more than last year. Um, And uh, Chicago stats are like incredible here. Uh, uh, you can't believe it every major crime category is up i'm just going to read you some numbers here it's crazy robberies up 26% burglary and break ins 11% theft 24% aggravated battery 31% criminal sexual assault 12% and you know we know the carjacking rate and the murder rate is about 4 to 6 times higher than new york and chicago in all categories uh it's two times 2 to 4 times higher in los angeles than it is in new york um, the numbers keep exploding through the roof. Uh, and although crime categories in New York are down overall, it's down like 5 to 12% for like rape and stuff like that. But grand theft auto and felony assaults through the roof. And we know a lot of these things don't even get counted. So, yeah. And, um, you know, and oh, by the way, my mother was at the America First luncheon today with Monica Crowley. She's my boots on the ground. Uh, and Monica Crowley says to the crowd, uh, Michelle Obama's going to run. And she also, you know, predicted Trump's going to win hands down in the primary. So that was Monica Crowley's uh, statement for the day. And uh, Michelle Obama's going to run, huh? That's what she's saying.
0: Well, it's funny you bring that up, David Zier. I'll, I'll, actually, I don't have time right now. So I will uh, oh. I put this on our social media and I said to the people, don't let Slick Rick or Rick Delgado know that this article exists. <laughs> so hopefully you followed <laughs> my directions. So and he said that, but, I looked at him, but I'll break I'll break it to them when we get back. That is a good lead in from what Mr. Zia ah, just uh, discussed right there. The DNC con job to come, it's entitled. Oh. Talk about that in a little sports coming up. Of the hour on a Thursday night. So, Rick's going to do a little more sports. Delgado's got, got some other news to cover. What, what happened in Bridgeport, Connecticut? I guess has got to give you. Uh, what's the story there? Give you a little hope that maybe. I guess if it gets so out of hand, somebody somebody actually catches on. Is that what the story is basically? Yeah. Well, it was this so is, egregious that it was impossible to. Uh, this,
2: this is from your home state, there, Damon, and <laughs> Connecticut. A judge on Wednesday tossed out the results of the. Mayoral primary, the Democrat mayoral primary in Connecticut's largest city, and ordered a new one to be held, citing surveillance videos. Showing people stuffing multiple absentee ballots into outdoor collection boxes. I feel like I've seen this stuff before. Hmm. Uh, The ruling came just six days before the general election, creating a perplexing scenario in which voters will decide the outcome of Bridgeport's mayoral election on November 7th. Then to be asked to return to the polls at a later undetermined date to choose the rightful Democratic nominee In the very same race. Seems to make no sense whatsoever, but these are the Democrats. In his ruling Wednesday, Superior Court Judge William Clark addressed the incongruity by saying he lacked the authority to postpone or cancel the general election. However, he said he'd seen enough evidence of malfeasance in order to rerun the September 12th primary in which the incumbent, Mayor Joe Gannon, defeated challenger John Gomes by 250 votes out of 8,173 votes that were cast. The volume of ballots so mishandled is such that it calls the result of the primary election in serious doubt and leaves the court unable to determine a legitimate result of the primary. So it was that high, the number? They think it's enough to maybe flip it? Yes. Well, because the numbers are, let's face it, there were only 8,000 votes cast, uh, just over 8,000 and the winning margin was only 251, but they saw so many different people that they, they have on camera. And I feel like we've so seen what's this the movie difference before.
1: Between that and 2,000 Mules, which estimates that 400,000 at least that were identified by them who made the movie. Uh, could be as many as four million because they think that's only ten percent of the mules right. in
2: the country. And, and they had a limit. They said they had to. I believe it was uh, for the for the documentary that Dinesh de put together. They had to visit. At, they had to have at least ten visits. Yeah. So anybody who only did nine or less
4: mm. yeah, wasn't even counted. Mm.
2: So crazy there you have it that's that's the goings-on in the uh strange but there's election. only fraud when the democrats say they're fraud right uh strange election in bridgeport connecticut
0: yeah you're seeing footage of it right here from the gateway pundit of the from john gomes on facebook of uh, all this footage of all of these drops that happened in this bridgeport uh, election yeah
1: <laughs> wow
0: wild but meanwhile it could never happen right? That,
2: that that could never happen. What What is Donald Trump talking about? You can never you
1: know? stuff ballots through a yeah. machine for nine hours oh not knowing goodness. you're being filmed and right. turn 30,000 votes into 120,000.
0: can never happen, right? Yeah. Exactly. Oof. Anyhow.
2: Hey, didn't you have that uh, other story you wanted to talk about going into the break?
0: The DNC con job <laughs> oh, to come. Yeah. I saw this today and thought of the two of you. <laughs> and it basically lays out the idea that... Um, the Democrats have a deep bench of alternates to slide into the roster next summer. Wow, next summer? California governor and former uh, engine of San Francisco's destruction, Gavin Newsom. Illinois governor and infamous property tax cheat, J.B. Fetzo Pritzker. Some propose Michelle Obama, who has never held office. The Democrats have plenty of other... Uh, who look good on television and sound intelligent on radio. Surely they would all be an improvement over Biden-Harris because at least they're smart, right? Well, not so fast. The fact is the unprecedented stupidity of the Biden-Harris team has nothing to do with the mess we're in. Yes, it's relevant to the uh, psychological issues to hit uh, to our reputation, the embarrassment on the world stage, but it's not relevant to our problems. Our problems are caused by policies, These are not Biden-Harris specific policies. They have become standard issue party platform shared official policies. To advocate anything else would get one kicked out of the party. And this thing goes on and on. But basically it's the idea that um, (laughs) Joe may be replaced.
2: Hmm. And nah. when they say that's going to happen in the summer, right? What are the months convention. that are considered the summer? There's June, June, July, August, and what's August? Oh, the Democratic National yeah. Convention. Oh, the convention in it's Chicago. Yeah. Right like if you someone,
0: said. if someone had just come up with the idea that it could happen at the convention, we'd have something brewing here.
2: I. And it's happening at the DNC convention <laughs> in Chicago. Who's from Chicago? Oh, I wonder who.
3: Babaloo. Joel
2: I'm
1: Gilbert's, just saying, Joe Gilbert's been out there for a year saying that uh, South Carolina, Chicago, two coincidences to bring in Michelle.
2: They're going to use uh, they, they're they not going to Democrats. Don't worry. Tell tell your Democrat friends out there. They will not have a choice. But the um,
0: other the other part of this article is basically saying that it really doesn't matter if they replace because it's not about the personalities. It's about the party and the left Lurch that the hard left, communistic lurch they've taken, and the policies. No matter who the faces, the policies will uh, well remain the same. Well, that, that,
2: that would be correct for the thinking public, but you're talking yeah, about no, liberals right. who only think, well, if we have the right person doing communism, then it'll work. Oprah! <laughs> right? That's <laughs> the only. Man. <laughs> and if, let's face it, they're all about you know, oh, this person's famous. Oh, look, it's Michelle. Look at her dance, and and look at her do look this. At the 2000. Oh, look.
1: Magazine covers. Look at, covers the, look she at those posed manly for.
2: arms and and and, and descending uh, descending uh, waistline from those wide shoulders. Um,
0: no, that <laughs> sounds like a
2: bodybuilder. I guess so. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll see. We may have to make a wager on this because I <laughs> uh, still I'm still not buying it. Well, I'll wager with the two of you something here. I don't know. Well, we'll come up with something good. But a big uh, thing on nachos.
3: And then we'll no. come up with something. Tachos right. Delgado. Else? We anything else <laughs> in on. sports? He's uh, the right? same well, we're getting, the, yeah, we're uh, getting... as Obama we get you updated on Thursday Night Football, Amazon Prime. Well, 13-10, to 10, the Titans do take a lead into the locker room at the half on a crisp night, 38 degrees in Pittsburgh's Akershaw Stadium. And Will, leave us a lo- I mean, Will Levis, <laughs> he's got 12 of 17, 153 yards, having a good first half there. And uh, Kenny Pickett, 8 of 15, 78 yards, not getting it done. Still need to come out, and uh, Aaron and I need to win this one because we got to get back in our winning ways. It's a two-and-a-half-point line, so we'll see what happens with that big D. I got a couple other stories. So he's a little too long to get in, you know. Ed, all
4: right. well, Magic Johnson's a
3: billionaire now. Do you hear about the Magic? He's the oh. he's the fourth billionaire in the uh, in sports. Magic Johnson. Okay, uh, but we'll get to that. I'll catch that tomorrow night.
0: All right, all LOL right. of the day It uh, doesn't need any setup. It's the LOL of the day. Roll it, Aaron.
3: Are you satisfied with the job he's done as president, what he's delivered on? I think President Joe Biden has nah. been an exceptional president. On a range of issues, he has overperformed expectation. He has navigated <laughs> incredibly difficult circumstances. And
4: he has shown that he is willing to stand with the people of Georgia, with the people of this country, to move the nation forward.
0: <laughs> overperformed would not be a. Uh not, be, not, well, not be exceptional not uh, be on my bingo card Did, for, did she
2: concede yet <laughs>
0: no she's to come no, to her, Georgia. she's
2: the president of earth
0: <laughs> yes. so yeah. oh god so there you go uh any other news david zia you haven't touched on yet
1: um yeah there's so much going on uh out there um let's see uh <clears throat> well
0: I, I was so. going to <laughs> yeah. get into the MTG. I was going to get into the MTG. More
1: than words can say. <laughs> censure, but there's not enough time to get
0: into that. Well, we talked a little bit about that yeah. last night. In fact, uh, that there's a, just a snapshot of your Republican Party. Couldn't get a censure there, and over in the Senate, they're going after Tommy Tuberville.
1: Yeah, and um, so, uh, but maybe it needs to be restructured and rephrased, and maybe they'll get on behind it for the censure. I don't know. We'll see. That's what Chip Roy was asking for.
0: Yeah. Well, Chip Roy is becoming more and more like a a man on an island. Did you see him insulting MAGA? No. Oh, my God we'll get into more of this tomorrow night as always we salute our military active and active police firefighters first responders emts everybody on the front lines protecting us thanks everybody on the show thanks aaron thanks fran most of all thank you to live from studio 6b audience we'll see you tomorrow night 8 p.m right here live from studio 6b